enemies. Enemies will always be. This is a universal part of the plan. They are a major catalyst for change, an essential counterweight in the grand balancing act of life. Darkness gives brilliance to the light. Who could possibly know joy without the all-important frame of reference once provided by misery, and vice versa? An enemy is one whose some effect detracts more from our lives than they enhance it. This can be a hard thing to measure if the score is close. Often there is no question where someone falls on the axis. We must have enemies. We need them to know our stand, our place, our position. They are the counterforce that either reinforces our strength or knocks us down. They help mold us and are some of our finest teachers. It is not the only way to learn, of course, but it is a potent one. Some posit that they or someone they know has no enemies. Nonsense. Your grandma has enemies. Maybe not of the same caliber as yours, maybe not a whole army, but everybody has a certain proportion of people they interact with through the course of life who fall on that side of the fence. These antagonists set us back, at least for a while. They throw a bit of misery in our path. They shake our cores. They are the negative forces that impede delay, hurt, and on occasion, even destroy. And we are all enemies to someone, by the way. This is without exception. To somebody out there, you are the millstone around their neck. You are their burden. The weight you bear on them might be infinitesimal or mighty. They may not even know you are, in fact, their enemy. People's discernment about friend or foe is often not very good. To be misled is craftiness by the enemy, one of the many tools in their arsenal, conscious or not. It is to your advantage to perceive your enemies and to handle them craftily yourself. If deft enough, if your emotional intelligence is great enough, you can nullify an enemy and possibly even convert them into a true friend. It is not an uncommon thing. Of course, the unfortunate reverse also holds true. Friends can become our enemies. What is the point of these attackers upon our lives? Why is it so? They satisfy the karmic debt balances 
we have accrued. Hurt and be hurt. Kill and be killed. The Old Testament assessed karmic law correctly, though human interpretation didn't quite get the subtleties at play. The cosmos takes care of all in due time and in colorful, innovative ways. The blunt instrument of human dealt justice usually just yields further karma for all involved. But hey, that's karma. Symbolic and literal payback finds its way to us, this time around or well down the line. And that is usually catalyzed through others. The cyclical wheel of cause and effect animates this whole spectacle. Enemies get to play the villains in our production. What's a movie without them? Perhaps serene, but captivating it is not. What to do about enemies? Well, for one, realize that they perform an important function in our story by providing contrast. In this plane of duality, eternal harmony doesn't work. It is not the design. Maybe that is for later, but it doesn't work here. We have to have the bad periods to energize our will to transcend. Pain is a great motivator. Shutting down our enemies, ending their dark spells on our light, is also part of the journey. Nothing incapacitates an enemy more decisively than your detachment from the outcome. This is not easy to master, as we tend to become attached to our enemies and hold on to them. It is self-defeating behavior. Or is it? Karma is being fulfilled. If you are currently in an active engagement with the enemy, work on skillfully bringing the drama to a close, hopefully for good. Let us work on detachment from our enemies. Let them go in peace, but let them go. You sever the bonds of their effectiveness. If further karma between you must still be enacted, it is all right if that occurs in a later show. The intensity of the animosity will fade between you due to your dispassion, eventually rendering a clean slate. Let it be.